As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everyday MBA, interviews with best-selling authors, innovative thought leaders, and top-shelf executives, all sharing their best techniques and tips that you don't learn in business school. I'm your host, Kevin Crane, and I'm so pleased that you're listening. Our guest today is Brian Gray. Brian is the CEO of Revenue Path Group, a strategic sales consultancy focused on today's sales environment, having previously led two businesses to the Inc. 500 list of fastest growing companies. Brian understands today's highly competitive sales environment and helps companies activate their prospects to make better and faster decisions. He's with us today to talk about his new book, the priority sale, and how we can improve our sales success. So, Brian, welcome to Everyday MBA. Now, the business of selling has changed dramatically over recent years, certainly with the Internet, but now with the pandemic. These have challenged our classic model of relationship selling. And you say that in order to really regain an advantage, sales professionals must adopt a different sales technique, one that relies on uncovering our prospects' priorities, That sounds familiar, but maybe not. What do you mean by that? The priority sale? How does that work? When you mentioned the internet or even the pandemic, I'd like to think of things in terms of trends and shocks, right? You know, the, the internet has been a trend that's continued to accelerate, uh, whether it's COVID or the economic collapse of 2009, we see these shocks to the system. What's really most fascinating to me is this world of acceleration that we truly live in. And acceleration being defined loosely as not just the rate of change, but the speed of the rate of change accelerating at the same time. And what it's doing to the world of revenue generations, we're entering what I call this era of value collapse. So whether it's the traditional selling approaches or relationship selling or anything that's been developed in the past, acceleration is wreaking such havoc on how we've traditionally done things and is driving this commoditization. I'll talk about the three deadly C's as we go. But this era of value collapse, we're seeing more and more value being destroyed in the revenue function than any other place in the organization. And it's really created what we call two different sales. You're going to have what's called the commodity sale, and you're also what's called the priority sale. Now, the commodity sale is going to continue down this path, and it won't stop on its own, but we can intervene. That's where the buyers are better informed. They're ignoring sellers till the very end of the buying journey, and then they're bringing in three similarly sounding firms to say, you all can do the work. I know you're capable. Now, which one can offer me the better price? What can offer me the better terms? And we're seeing salespeople entering this commodity sale, making it the really the worst possible time to actually enter the sale. The priority sale, on the other hand, 
is having us move to the left. And I'll kind of lay out a drawing here in a second to help us better in our minds. I see this, but we must be influential and active much earlier in the sales journey at a much higher level and really speak to our prospects priorities, not wait for them to shop for a solution. We need to now compete against every other great idea out there that our prospects considering. Kevin, think how most people, salespeople are trained, right? Beat your competition, you know, outsell them and drive some degree of urgency and avoid delay if at all, if at all possible. If you want earlier access at a higher level, you now have to compete against every other idea that that firm is considering. And sellers just aren't prepared for that level of connection to priority. They're only trained to compete against others that are just like them, which ends up being the commodity sale. And that's why you're saying we have to adopt a different sort of technique to get out of that uh, commodity sale bucket, if you will. In fact, let's talk about that. Your your book talks about the three deadly C's of sales, commoditization, compressed selling time, and consensus decision-making. I want to ask you to talk about each one briefly, but let's start with commoditization. How do I get out of that and into that higher level of priority sale? How do I get in that space? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's first do this. For those, for those not either driving or walking, grab a sheet of paper if you don't mind and take an eight and a half by 11. If you're, if you're driving or not able to, to sit at a table here for a second in your own mind's eye, I'd like you to take an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, put it on its side. And I'd like you to draw two lines down it and creating three somewhat equal spaces, right? So draw two vertical lines, creating three spaces. At the top of the sheet in the upper right-hand corner, the, the third column, if you will, write the word procurement. To the left of that in the middle, I'd like you to write down planning. And then on the left-hand side, I'd like you to write the word priority. So now we see the three phases that buying teams go through, priority, planning, and procurement. Now what I'd like you to do is take this to draw a really thick arrow in the middle of the page going across the page, and I want you to cover 83% of that page. And that 83% represents the amount of time that's been taken out of the sale that you no longer have access to. So where does that leave us? That leaves us at procurement. So what's happening is that buyers are not reaching out to sellers anymore until they're ready to start shopping. And so what the three deadly seeds looks like on this sheet of paper is that they're now in the middle of the procurement phase. And they're now reaching out to other similarly sounding firms who can do the work that they think they need done. Whereas we need to be in way earlier at the priority phase. So how do you combat against commoditization? That happens to be the net result in really that era of value collapse. But how do you compete when you're brought into procurement? That's a challenge. Because what you find with most sales teams, think about this, Kevin, if you had a sales team of 20 people, right? 20 sellers, when you look at their salaries all in, you're probably looking at, 20 people times 100 to $150,000 all in. You look at three to $4 million that you're investing in your sales team and they're all entering at what we call the worst possible time. So what do I do instead? I have a client now that has that difficulty. They have a great solution. They can gen- help organizations generate more money, but often they are not in the discussion. They're only in that IT part of the discussion and that's not what you're talking about. So what what would you advise that organization to do to shift up the conversation and enter in in that area of discussion as opposed to the commodity side? 
Yeah, absolutely. They have to do a couple things. Number one, they have to believe that they need to be selling at a couple levels above. That's not hard to get people to believe, right? To tell people they need to sell earlier at a higher level, no one argues with that. But what they're not able to do, Kevin, is to create the right kind of conversation. Some call it an elevator pitch. We call it a priority pitch. So you're, and as I mentioned, nothing's granted or given. You're not going to just walk into someone's office two levels above where you're currently operating and above commodity or procurement. So you have to create a priority pitch that explains why should you even address this topic right now and why should you talk to me? Ask most sellers what their elevator pitch is. They'll tell you a bunch of what they do and how they do it. That's not going to get you the access you want. So you have to develop what we call your priority position. Why now and why you? So we have to then create the right kind of insights. And the insights are rooted in how do we connect our real impact to what your priorities are. Now, keep in mind that priorities are really just commitments to make threats go away. We're not going to delve too much into brain science and how the brain makes a buying decision today necessarily, but this part's important. We know that that people really, the, the primitive part of the brain, which is the deciding part of the brain and doesn't know how to read, um, is always looking out to make sure my threats go away. And my commitment to make those threats go away become my priorities. So what your friend needs to do, I sound bossy, don't I? What your friend needs to do is he needs to create some compelling insights or messaging that speaks directly to the threat that this prospect has, which I don't believe many organizations are connecting their real impact, don't even understand their real impact, nor are they able to connect it to their prospect's top priority. So that's what you're saying is really to understand and uncover my prospects' real priorities, their real threats, and address how I help them and why I'm the best one to talk to about resolving that threat or meeting that opportunity in ways that really matter to the performance of the organization. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm, I'm fascinated by DocuSign. You're familiar with DocuSign, right? And I think about how that's sold technically by some, because you could talk about how efficient it is and how easy it is. But what DocuSign really does, if you want to talk to CFOs, I would say it improves your cash flow, right? Because how many times have you waited for someone to authorize a contract that's taken days, then weeks, then months? And let's say you still get the opportunity, but the fact is time has gone by. With the real impact, that's why in organizations that, you know, take a virtue or a value of your organization and just ask yourselves, well, so what? So what? So what? So that? Because we have to understand the real impact. I, and I'm sure Adobe's smart enough to realize that their real impact is improving cash flow, right? If you want to drive more cash through your business, this application can actually help you do that. Oh, and by the way, it's efficient. It's, it's easy to use all those things. And while that's a simple example with other organizations, they really don't grasp their real impact and they can't connect it to the real threats that a CFO, a CEO might have. And it's very doable. But until they can get to that point, they're going to stay stuck waiting for those IT type conversations or those procurement type conversations. Hi, this is Stephanie Breedlove, author of All In, How Women Entrepreneurs Can Think Bigger. And you are listening to Everyday MBA with Kevin Crane. It's time to reach new customers in a new way. And you can do that when you become a guest on Everyday MBA. Get your subject matter experts heard or get yourself heard on the show and talk about your ideas and advice. Talk about strategies and tactics that will make a difference in our changing business environment. Find out more at everyday-mba.com 
slash guest. That's everyday-mba.com slash guest. You're listening to Everyday MBA. All right. Now, sales teams are under incredible pressure to perform and competitors move fast. What's the impact of a compressed selling time and how can we overcome that? Yeah. It, well, compressed selling time is really where you look at the investment we talked about, right? With 83% of the buying journey done before they're going to invite a human seller into the equation. We've got, what, 17% left? Split that among three companies. You get at best 6% face time. Think about what you're investing. I call that the worst possible time. You're spending millions entering at the worst possible time. So yes, there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure because every time they're entering the sale, it's this very compressed, commoditized environment. So what organizations need to do is to reallocate and rethink how they're spending all that money to gain that level of access. There are two types of sales emerging out of this era of value collapse, the commodity sale and the priority sale, which by the way, AI agents are going to take over the commodity part of the sale. When you're just having IT discussions and answering questions, Within the next three to five years, artificial intelligence will answer those questions for you. So the only safe place for a seller is to be able to address why now and why you to get outside that compressed selling time. Right. If you thought it was tough now, wait wait a few more years for AI to mature to that point. My next book is called Battling the Bots. And it's all and while it might seem that we're competing against AI, I think that the two sales will emerge, the commodity sale, which AI will handle for you. And the priority sale is where human beings will still be valued in the selling process, but not as they're behaving today. They have to change their entire approach. So it's, it's really about transforming a revenue culture, not just training your salespeople, which is why the old sales methodologies don't hold up, hold up to today's scrutiny or today's challenge. The third deadly C is consensus decision making. What do you mean by that? And why is it so deadly? Well, have you ever, how easy is it to get seven people to make a decision on anything, right? And seven is, the 6.8 is the average number of decision makers on a sale now. And by the way, the real decision maker left the scene months ago, right? So you're left with a buying committee that consists of nearly seven people. And these people, many of them can say no, but can't say yes, or can say yes, but can't, you know, that many can just, just discount you. And the challenge is each has their own priority. And this is the challenge of, of working in an environment where only priorities achieve the value sale that they want. So the fact is getting seven people to agree on anything is a wonder why you wait till the very end of the journey. We get confused. We can't tell a difference. We end up buying something smaller. We're spending less or worst case, we do nothing at all. Right. And too many sellers still fall for that. Hey, they said I was the best presentation. I was their, their favorite. They're just busy doing something else right now. They'll get back with me later. They don't know how to chalk, chalk up losses because it's still a loss. So this idea of how do you sell around a larger and larger buying team, it's nearly impossible at the commodity sale. But when you have that earlier access to the higher level and you're connected to an organizational priority, right? That's how we keep the seven people aligned around something they can all work towards. And that's a higher level organizational priority. Do you want to get into podcasting, but don't have the time, technology, or expertise to get it done? 
Maybe you want to create a podcast for your company or feature a happy customer in an audio interview of their own. My audio podcasting services give voice to your success and expertise. So if you like what I do, why not let me do it for you? Find out more at cranegroup.com. That's C-R-A-I-N-E, cranegroup.com. You're listening to Everyday MBA. Our guest today is Brian Gray. Brian is the CEO of Revenue Path Group, and we're talking about his book, The Priority Sale, How to Connect Your Real Impact to Your Prospects' Top Priorities. You can find Brian and find out more at revenuepathgroup.com. Now, Brian, in your book, you have created an alternative model that is called the Priority Sale Model. Can you briefly describe that model and how it works? To me, it's about preparing and equipping sellers to sell in an accelerated environment. You know, I mentioned earlier this era of value collapse that we're seeing. You mentioned that artificial intelligence is going to continue to proliferate. And it's really going to remove sellers from that procurement part of the sale. That, that It's just an inevitability. But what we can do is we can be more consultative. We can be more influential if we can gain that access at that higher level. So this is about preparing and equipping sales and marketing teams to gain that earlier access by developing out your priority position, which I'd love to help your friend develop his priority position in a way that helps him get that right conversation started. And sometimes it takes a priority pitch. It might take some keen insights. Our insights are the three deadly C's. And what I think an insight should do is explain why something is happening to somebody. Because you know leaders don't have all the time in the world to understand why things are happening They just know that it's a challenge or a threat and they want someone to come along and say, here's why this is happening. And let me share with you, Kevin, how we've helped others remove this uncertainty from their world. The right people, they they want challenge. So it's preparing and equipping to have the right messaging to take in that journey to a higher level. It's about developing sellers and managers to sell in a world where nothing's given, nothing's granted. We need to hunt better than the past. And it's all around the right kind of tools, the right kind of pitch decks that move decision teams to better, faster decisions, the right kind of messaging structure, how to even send an email to someone to get their attention. So a lot of these struggles we're dealing with, it's going to take an entire solution set called the priority sale, in our opinion, called the priority sale to help you gain that. And it's really what I call three objectives. Number one, you got to be more influential at a higher level. Two, you've got to be able to connect your real impact to your prospect's top priority or priorities. And number three, you have to become a more consultative seller. Too many sellers today are waiting to respond and react. That's the problem. Everybody's busy today, but they're busy driving that race to the bottom because all they're doing is responding and reacting to prospects who are going to buy. It's just they're falling into the commodity sale. Now, can you give us an example of one organization that's been successful using this approach? What did they do? What were the results and how can we do it too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a, a kind of, we, we love them all, of course, but one sticks out in my mind. It's a Weiler abrasives and they're a, a global distributor of abrasives to help with the manufacturing, you know, for shipbuilding, any kind of grinding application in the manufacturing process. What they brought to us was a, a desire to change their revenue culture. And what we help them first do is understand the talent they have, what the potential is, and what areas we need to work on and improve. But we help them develop out together their priority position. We help them develop out the tools 
So now what they're able to do is not help their distributors be more influential because sometimes they have to sell through distribution, but they're also able to execute end user calls at a higher level. So where they were riding down this slope of commoditization because they're one of many in the space who provide industrial abrasives, they're now able to be much more strategic and they're able to help their distributors gain that earlier access because just their distribution system, they're being as commoditized as anybody else. So they're seeing bigger sales, bigger second sales, new opportunities to become more consultative. They, they want to move from a, a commodity endpoint product to a real solution, which they've been that way all along. They just couldn't get the conversations at the right level to be able to make that happen. You are listening. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to Everyday MBA. Our guest today is Brian Gray, and we're talking about the priority sale, how to connect your real impact to your customers' top priorities. And Brian, we have reached the action item round of the show. I'm wondering if you could please provide us with three quick action items that our listeners can do to begin to take advantage of the ideas and advice in your book. Yeah, absolutely, Kevin. First of all, number one, realize you're selling to the brain. And I know that sounds weird because most of us don't wake up thinking about that. But more importantly, you're selling to the most primitive part of the brain. The part of the brain that makes decisions, Kevin, doesn't even know how to read. That part of the brain is, it's called, some call it the limbic brain, the reptilian brain. We call it the primitive brain. It's insanely focused on making my pains, threats, and fears go away. Whether physical or social, it just wants to make my threats go away. In fact, my threats become my priorities. So first of all, we have to understand how the brain makes a decision, what triggers the brain to make a decision, and that is to, uh, to make or avoid any potential threat. So understand that first and foremost. Second, I really want every listener to understand the real impact of what they do. We sell ourselves short so many times by not giving our time space to understand this. And by that real impact, I always recommend take a feature of what you think makes you stand out a bit, right? What makes you feel unique and special and appreciated? But I want you to apply three simple questions when you make that statement. I want you to ask yourself, so what? So what should that do for someone? Or so what does that mean to me? Ask it twice until you can't go further. And then ask yourself, so that. So what, so what, so that. And by merely going through that exercise, and I wish you had time to be fun to kind of walk through some simple exercise of how to do that, you start getting to the essence of your real impact. So number one, know that you're selling to the most primitive part of the brain. Number two, understand that you must get to your real impact. And number three is develop a priority pitch that answers why now and why you. If you want to call an elevator pitch, I prefer to call it a priority pitch. But you must be able to address those two questions because that's all that higher level executive wants to know. Why should I discuss this now and why should I talk to you about it? And if you could answer that clearly, crisply, that speaks to his or her threats because you know the brain, right? You know your real impact then you can have that right conversation. As I said earlier, no one argues that I need to be an earlier to higher level, but they don't know how to do it. And that, to me, that's the first best step to start down that journey. Well, Brian, it's been great speaking with you today. We're almost out of time, but before I let you go, one last question. You've given us some great advice here today, but what was the best piece of advice that you ever received and how has it shaped who you are? Wow. I would say... um, 
uh, it sounds simple, but I guess most great advice is simple, right? Um, you delegate thinking, not tasks. And as an entrepreneur, that was very helpful to me because one of the things I've learned about most entrepreneurs is we're horrible delegators. So this idea of helping by delegation of thinking and not tasks allowed me to um, build a team around me that that understood intent, but also allowed them to grow. And it freed me up to work on, in essence, my true unique ability. So that's something that, that always still kind of rolls around in, in my brain. If you're going to my favorite uh, quote, it's uh, a Japanese proverb, fall down seven times, stand up eight, which I think is also in today's world, you just can't ever, ever, ever give up. And I know you didn't ask, but if you want my favorite song lyric, it's uh, we're going to kick the darkness until it bleeds daylight, an old Bruce, Bruce Coburn quote that I first heard on U2's album, Rattling Hum, back in 1987. So that's the trifecta of the speed run. Well, that is Brian Gray. Find him at revenuepathgroup.com and get his book, The Priority Sale. Brian, thank you so much for being our guest today on Everyday MBA. Kevin, thank you for having me. That'll do it for this episode of Everyday NBA. And do you want to be a guest on the show? It could happen. Join our Knowledge Leadership Circle and be featured in an interview of your own. Be a guest. Just go to everyday-mba.com slash guest for more information. That's everyday-mba.com slash guest. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.